Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. They love it on Nebula. They're wild about it on Torinus. Even on Motus, where they don't like anything at all, they eat it up. This is the Bob and Jeff Show, starring Bob Lutz. I got tremendous pleasure from watching Dexter over the years. I don't know why you want to knock it. Jeff Lutz. I killed a guy in his sleep last night. What is he, Bob Huggins? The only thing you offer this show... I hated the voice your 19 impersonations that sound the same. 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Strap yourself in and feel. All right, welcome back. Hour number two, the Bob and Jeff Show, KFH Radio. We'll be uh, playing a game a little bit later in the show, but right now, Roger Wallace from KXAN Television in Austin, where he is the lead sports anchor and has been for close to 50 years now. Right, Roger? Yeah, 52 to be exact. <laughs> uh, it seems like. Of course, Roger, formerly of Cake Television right here in Wichita, and uh, has been in Austin now for a while and part of the University of Texas broadcast team. So let's jump right in to the University of Texas football team. They are, without a doubt, the favorites. Maybe K-State will get some love there, but I think most, most people would pick Texas as a favorite. When that's been the case in the past, they haven't always come through. What makes them more likely to do so in 2023? Yeah, the, the, well, I mean, the, the the favorite because I think what they return, and a lot of people point to maybe some of the skill positions, but I start uh, with the offensive line because not often do you return five starters on the offensive line, including a, a potential preseason All-American at left tackle, but they they think Quinn Ewers has, has made big jumps. He's got a bunch of receivers. Uh, we'll see who can fill in for uh, the guys in the backfield, uh, B. John Robinson and, and Roshan Johnson, but they've got a bunch of them. And, uh, you know, they, they start with a pretty good middle linebacker on defense. My question to you, Bob, is this it? Are we done after this year because, you know, the whole SEC thing? Well, unless we start doing SEC previews, I don't know. Man, that hurts. Uh, well, tough. Maybe I'll move. Maybe I'll move to uh, Biloxi, and we can do it That's that tough. way. <laughs> you know, I didn't know how it would affect me. I know, you know, Texas is feeling already. You know, the move to the SEC and some people and places are having some choice words, but I didn't know how it would affect me like this. Could be emotional. How does it affect you? I mean, uh, this has been now you've had a long time to prepare. Got to go to a lot of different places all of a sudden. Yeah, for sure. 
No more drives but, up uh, I-35 for you. That's right. Uh, you know, Manhattan gets the uh, direct flight from Dallas several years ago. That was a huge thing. Uh, and now, you know, that's not going to matter anymore. Uh, but, you know, Starkville, Mississippi, nothing like it. That's what I hear. <laughs> Got to love it. So, Roger, um, you know, we talk about we talk about Texas. The joke is Texas is back. Every year we start saying that, and and ultimately it seems like they disappoint. So what do you think has been missing? The talent has been there. The coaches they've had, Charlie Strong, Tom Herman, Steve Sarkeesian, they're not, you know, they're not slouches. Uh, didn't work out for a couple of them there. But wh- why do you think it, it, it ends every year in, in disappointment for Texas? Yeah, it, it, I'd love to be able to point to one thing, but now we're we're going back to 2009. So this is – you know, we're, we're working on a decade and a half of one 10-win season. So there's there's been a lot of things. I think there was some, some dip in recruiting. I think they went through a stretch where uh, they were so good at quarterback uh, in that run for Mac, and then they uh, were inconsistent at quarterback. Uh, you know, they got that 2018 season to the Big 12 title game, only to lose to Oklahoma uh, that time. So, uh, you know, it's, it's a lot of things. They Bottom line is – They've had chances in big games and haven't been able to do it. Last year, they had two great chances in Stillwater and in Austin against TCU. Either one of those games uh, go their way, and they're playing for a Big 12 championship. Uh, and they, they do it in odd fashion against TCU in a really low-scoring game. Um, so, you know, two years ago, it was blowing double-figure leads. Uh, last year, it was just missing out on on a couple of key games after, you know, what they did to Oklahoma, Granite. Oh, you didn't have a quarterback. The win at K-State was really impressive. Uh, but uh, they just haven't been able to to win that one game to get them uh, over the hump. And, you know, we'll see. We'll see. Two weeks, they go to Alabama. I don't know what we'll learn, you know, because if they win, it doesn't help them win the Big 12 title. And if they lose, it doesn't hurt them. Uh, and, and that's what they want to do right now is just get to Arlington one last time. Five losses for Texas, all by a touchdown or less. We're talking uh, Texas football with Roger Wallace, KXAN Television in Austin. So we know Quinn Ewers is the real deal. We, you, you've mentioned that they expect him to be even better this year. But how do they replace that uh, kind of good running back they had last year? <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was old school, wasn't it? With, with as much production as they got out of the running back position, uh, in this day and age, but they won't. I mean, Jonathan Brooks is good, but uh, good so far when the games were out of hand. Uh, he started the Alamo Bowl because uh, Bijan opted out, Roshan Johnson opted out, and they didn't have much success uh, running the ball against Washington. Ewers had his best passing day uh, yardage-wise. But I, I think, Bob, it kind of goes back to what I said. If the offensive line is as good as as they could be, it might be that old, uh, you know, the Denver Broncos uh, formula when they could put anybody back there and, and have success running the football. Uh, so we'll see about that. But they're pretty talented. They're highly regarded backs. They've got a freshman from Orlando, uh, C.J. Baxter, who's going to get a lot of playing time. Uh, he's a big back. So if, if he lives up to his hype, then uh, they should be pretty good. But I don't think you can expect, you know, 2,800 yards like they got last year from two backs. How safe is uh, Steve Sarkeesian just because of the move to the SEC and if it doesn't go so well 
this year? Could they look to turn the page as they start in a new conference? And and what do you think he has to do to kind of cement that he's the he's the guy going forward long term? Yeah, that's you know the five wins his first year, eight wins his second. So uh, you would think he needs to stay on that trajectory. Uh, whether or not it's to get to um, Arlington, I'm not sure. I guess it kind of depends on on what they look like and how things go. Uh, I think the last thing they want to do is do this again and have the uh, fourth coach uh, since Mac Brown. But then again, as you guys know, there's there's a lot of cooks in the kitchen at Texas. So uh, you know, if if things go uh, you know mediocre, yeah, there's gonna be there's gonna be a lot of talk. I mean, it's year four. You know, Charlie Strong only got three years, and uh, and Tom Herman got four years. So if if things don't go well, or year three rather, then then we'll uh, certainly hear about it. Especially as you said, going to the SEC and and the notion that uh, you know if you can't compete for a Big Twelve title, you have no chance to compete for an SEC title or even you know upper division or however the SEC looks uh, when they start playing there next year. Talking to Texas football with Roger Wallace from KXAN in Austin. So take us inside this quarterback situation because Quinn Ewers uh, has a proven track record. Uh, they've got a couple other very highly uh, touted guys, including Arch Manning. Uh, how much is that breathing down the neck of Quinn Ewers at all? Are fans restless to see Arch Manning take this job even as young as he is? How's that all working in the, in the, the quarterback room at Texas? You know, honestly, Bob, I think right now people are wondering who's number two. I think, and partially because if Quinn Ewers isn't the guy at quarterback, then then they've got some issues because that's Sark's specialty. Um, he certainly had flashes last year. He was a bit inconsistent. So everyone's assuming, okay, Ewers is going to grow. He technically could just be in his second year of college because he left high school early. Um, but what about Malik Murphy's kind of that, that – guy that nobody knows about other than he's an incredible physical presence and he looked the part in the spring game but he's you know he's been hurt and then of course as you said Manning so that's what everyone's asking about is is who's the backup if if yours to go to yours goes down and how in the world would you keep both of those guys again next year assuming let's say you know yours has a good year and and does go to the NFL well then you got two Got another one coming in, so who who's your quarterback next year? Um, but I don't think there's anybody uh, clamoring for Arch Manning to be the starter because that means that Ewers isn't getting the job done, and I don't think Texas fans want to want to think like morning. that quite yet. Is is there still something to be said, Roger, for this uh, relatively traditional approach to uh, recruiting quarterbacks? I know Quinn Ewers is a transfer, but it seems like he's going to get his turn. Then the next guy is going to get his turn, and maybe then the next guy after that. Whereas it seems like everywhere else is just you're waiting on uh, who enters the transfer portal, and you go get that guy for a year and, and continue that. Is is how how obsolete do you think? Uh, the Texas approach is, even if it's being done sort of almost by accident? Well, uh, you know, it's true. And I, I think it's also by what you're faced with. And then, you know, Sark came into a situation um, where, you know, he had had some quarterbacks. And so I, I think you get into that situation when you maybe don't have a guy 
that you can think that you think can can get the job done right away. But I don't think he'll. You know, he did it at Alabama, so he knows that that's that's one way to go. Uh, but right now, I think he likes the idea that as long as he's got guys that he thinks he can develop uh, and kind of have a succession plan, which goes to my point about okay, Ewers plays well, goes to the NFL, then you you have the next guy up and and kind of take it from there. Uh, but he he's he's going to do anything he can. So if there's a guy out there in two years and they don't think that they have the guy that they're 100% confident, I think he'll go go do the portal. But I think the quarterback position something. If he had his way, this is the way he'd do it and continue to uh, develop guys. Big 12 previews continue. We're talking Texas football with Roger Wallace. So I know you're a basketball guy from your time here when uh, we played a lot of basketball together. Uh, So you look at the Big 12, it's kind of landed on its feet uh, much better than I think some of us thought when this Texas-Oklahoma move to the SEC was announced especially in basketball. I got to think a basketball guy like you, even though the SEC is certainly top notch as well, but the big 12 looks really interesting in basketball. Man, you aren't kidding. I mean, well, look at this year. I I saw something out today and the number uh, two ranked team in the big 12 this year would be Houston. So you got one of the new kids already uh, right there, given an instant credibility uh, from the new teams, but, you're right. It's going to be it's going to be stacked, and I don't, you know, Rodney Terry, the first year full time head coach, he might not mind going into the SEC and trying his luck there, uh, as opposed to what the Big Twelve looks like in basketball. So, yeah, every, everything was centered around around football. I think it's a push at best, or maybe a even a step sideways to backwards in basketball. Uh, so that's good. that's going to be interesting to see. One last year for Texas in basketball in this conference. The imbalanced schedule for the first time. I thought it was great that the Big 12, you know, did it the old-fashioned way. You just play everybody twice, and and there's your regular season champ. But, uh, yeah, you aren't kidding. The basketball uh, didn't hurt themselves at all with the loss of, of Texas and, and OU compared to what, what they've got coming in, I wouldn't think. Crazy times in college athletics. Roger, always good to talk with you. We'll get you on in basketball season for your KFH Swan song, okay? Right on, right on. Hey, thanks, guys. (laughs) Always a pleasure to talk to you guys. All right, see you later. Roger Wallace from KXAN in Austin. Uh, Jeff's got a game. We'll take a break. Give it a few. Get let it breathe a little bit. We can let it breathe, maybe. Maybe if we if if I have any knowledge. uh, Never know what you're going to throw at me. Never know, but uh, we'll give it a shot. This is the Bob and Jeff Show, KFH. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 
Nation. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast This is the Bob and Jeff Show on 97.5 and 12.40 KFH. Sweet City Woman from the Stampeders. Thank you. Well, that was awful. No one. No, it was. That was it was awesome. That's a. That's really not a good sound. I thought it was fine. You try it. I don't. I don't reach those high notes anymore. I, I thought can, it was good, Jeff. But I can. But I appreciate it, Max. No, it wasn't good, Max. Uh, let's hear the signal for. Time to play the game here on the Bob and Jeff Show, KFH Radio. Tomorrow on the show, we'll preview Texas Tech with Don Williams from the Lubbock Avalanche Journal. We'll also have Brandon Clark from Derby High School talking about Derby football. What's the game today? I'm going to give you a manager's path. The teams he's been with in order, and you're going to tell me the manager. Sound good? You're going to give me the current team at mm. the end of the path? If, they, if they're if they on a current team. All right, let's and go And if they're it. not, they're not. Uh, Giants, Cubs, Reds, Nationals, Astros. Well, that's Dusty Baker. That's correct. See, we started off fairly easy for you. You're one for one. You feel good? Well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, that was easy. Yankees, Reds, 
Mariners. Lou Pinella. Ooh. Do you know the last two? No, I don't need to. But do not you? part of the game. But do you? Well, I have to think about it. Not what? really. Uh, who are they? Devil Rays and Cubs. There you go. Next. You might get all of these. Yankees. Diamondbacks. Rangers. Orioles. Mets. What? Yankees. <laughs> Diamondbacks. Rangers. Orioles. Mets. Buck Showalter. Yes, that's correct. He's the current manager of the New York Mets. We end we end with the Mets on that one. We'll start with the Mets on this one. Mets, Reds, Orioles, Dodgers, Nationals. Bobby Valentine. No. I'll say him again. Mets, Reds, Orioles, Dodgers, Nationals. Hmm. Yeah. That's a tough one. It is kind of tough, but it's not that tough. Give me a hint on the first name. Uh, well, the Mets, he won a World Series. That's a tough one. Is it? It's not Davy Johnson. It sure is. How about that? How about that? Don't remember him with the Diamondbacks. Well, he wasn't with the Diamondbacks. Who'd you say? Mets, Reds, Orioles, Dodgers, Nationals. Don't remember him with the Dodgers. I don't really either. Frankly. But uh, that's just the way Honestly, it is. Honestly, I have no recollection of him being with the Dodgers. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you. Rangers, Chiba Latte Marines. Mets, Chiba Latte Marines, Red Sox. Huh. <laughs> Who's that one? That's not Bobby Valentine, is it? Is it? I think it is. It is Bobby Valentine. Here's a guy who's in the Kansas Sports Hall of Fame. Ralph Houck. Phillies, Expos, Twins, Angels. Phillies, Expos. Oh, our good friend Gene Mock. Gene Mock is correct. Man, we're not going to get a ton of... I mean, I've got several left, but I don't think we're going to go well, all the I'm, I'm good at this. You are okay. You couldn't do this. Of course I could. Of course I could. Here's a tough one. Red Sox, A's, Angels, Expos. Wait a minute. Slow down. Red Sox, Angels. Red Sox, A's, Angels. This is easy. Dick Expos, Williams. Padres. Dick Williams. Mariners. That's correct. I'm killing this. Yeah, I should have made it harder. What do you mean you should have made it harder? Just because I'm doing well at something, you can't give me a compliment. You can't say this is this is really good. No. Why? Why? Here's an easy one: Mets, Braves, Cardinals, Yankees, Dodgers, Mets. Braves, Cardinals, Yankees. Wait a start again. Dodgers. Mets, Braves. Yes. Who else? Cardinals, Yankees, Dodgers. Well, that's Joe Torre. Yes, easy. Super easy. Uh, Marlins, Yankees, Phillies. Marlins, Yankees, Phillies. Yes. Uh, 
That's a tough one. Yeah. Isn't it? Mm. Is it? Marlins, Yankees, Phillies. Uh, yeah. Why am I not able to come up with that one? Why are you struggling with that Give one? me a hint on the first name. Mm, you just said it. What? You just said it. What do you mean I just said the it? The last guy. Well, I don't remember what I, what I said the last guy. You don't rem- remember the last guy? No. Mets, Braves, Cardinals, Yankees, Dodgers. Well, that's Joe Torrey. Okay, so same first name. Marlins, Yankees, Phillies. Joe. Why am I struggling with that? I don't know. I don't know. Who is it? Joe Girardi. Oh, for crying out loud. What's wrong with me? I don't know. How about this one? Padres, Red Sox, Rangers, Cubs. Padres. Who else? Padres, Red Sox, Rangers, Cubs. I don't know. Well, Give me a hint. He's uh, deceased. He he very famously managed the Red Sox and the Cubs. Padres and Rangers, more blips on the radar, it seems like. He was with uh, also the Yankees for a long time, not as a manager. Don Zimmer? Yes. That is correct. Here's a, here are a couple tough ones uh, to sort of close it out. I can do others, though, if you want me to. Angels, White Sox, Phillies, Blue Jays. Jim Fragoso. Well done. How'd you get that one? Well, because I know he was with the Angels, the White Sox. I don't and, remember uh, Fragosi with the White Sox. Yeah. And he's a, spent some time uh, in the Cardinals organization. Never the manager of the Cardinals, but spent some time in the organization. Padres, Cubs, Mariners, Nationals, Reds. It's a tough one. This guy's a lifer. Huh. Probably been everywhere. As a coach, some kind of instructor, maybe. Padres, Cubs. Cubs have had a million managers. They have. Mariners, Nationals, Reds. Uh, what was that guy's name? Jim um, Fry. Jim Riggleman. Jim Riggleman. That's who I meant. Are you sure? Cause that, yeah, but no. I, got him, I got confused with Jim Fry. Not even close. Jim Riggleman is who I meant. I, I think of them in the same way at times. You do? Yes. I, I absolutely do. I don't know. Are they even similar? All right, let me give you a couple. All right, try to give me a couple. I won't look. Um, I don't think I haven't had time to work on this, so I can't. I can't do it. You can't. No. Nope. Just go to Baseball Reference and managers. Well, I wish it was that easy. And you... pick one of the guys. That's all I did. All right, let's uh, let's do it right here. Was just picking a guy. All right, uh, here you go. Here's your first guy. All right. Um, you could even do it with players if you Expos want to. Expos, Giants. Philippe Alou. About time you got one. 
We call him Felipe sometimes. Uh, yeah, formerly the manager of the Wichita Wranglers. You're more than welcome. Actually, to... the Wichita Arrows. You're more than welcome to do this with players as well. I'm not doing it with players. Well, you can because I'm awesome at it. No, you're not. Yes, I am. No, you're not. I absolutely would dominate. No, you're not that good. As long as you don't give me the super obscure guys. All right. Uh, there aren't any. You you picked all the guys that have managed teams, so it's hard to it's hard well, to come give me up some, with. Give me a few players. No, I'm not giving you players. Fine, you know that I'm going to dominate, and you're mad. I'm not giving you players. That's not how I operate. Well, that's your choice. All right, here's one: a manager or a player? Manager. Okay. Brewers, Phillies, White Sox, Red Sox. What were the years he managed? 1901 to 1922. Brewers? There were no Brewers in 1901. Yeah, there were. He he managed them. No, there were no Brewers. The well, they Milwaukee. were Milwaukee. They Braves? Got, uh, they say Brewers here on his... His name's Hugh Duffy. Okay. Didn't get that one, did you? No, I sure didn't. Yeah. Uh, so you're, maybe you're not so good. Well, I guess not. My bad, Hugh and his family, who must be absolutely distraught. Here's one for you. Well, Rangers, Angels, Royals, Cardinals. It's got to be Whitey. Of course it's Whitey. How can you, how Whitey, can you hesitate? Whitey Herzog. Whitey Herzog, one of the greats to ever do it. He's good. Uh, here's another one for you. All right, hit me. This may not be good. I need more time to. Well, who cares? This nah. Is... Okay. Royals, Devil Rays. Uh, Matt Quattaro. <laughs> Al McRae. See, you're not so good. <laughs> and Matt, well, Matt Quattaro wasn't a manager. Al McRae managed the Devil Rays? That's correct. Well, good for him. So maybe you're not I as good. I don't remember that at all. Did he rip any phones out of the wall? While he was managing the Devil Race. Here's one for you. Okay. Nah. Come on, man. He only managed two teams. What were they? Reds, Marlins. Reds and Marlins, Jack McKeon. Tony Perez. What? (laughs) I'm telling you. Tony Perez. Well, Jack uh, Marlins. Yeah, he managed the Marlins. Didn't Jack McKeon go the same path? He managed a bunch of teams. The uh, Royals, maybe. Ton of teams. All right. I mean, Jack McKeon managed forever. And your history knowledge is not that good. Here's one for you. Okay? Okay. This may not work out. No, it doesn't. Work it out. He managed the Angels. Mike Sosha. The only team he ever managed. Managed them forever. He did. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, he's. I, I would guess Mike Sosha is the only player to play 10 years as a player for only one team and 10 years as a manager for only one team. All right, here you go. Dodgers, the Boston Bees, the Boston Braves, the Yankees, and the Mets. Uh, Casey Stingle. Well, what do you know? Well, if you you know, I'm glad I was alive for part of Casey Stengel uh, because we just don't talk about him enough. 
Well, he's the old professor. We love Casey Stingle. I have a book about him. You should read it. And finally, I'll give you a relatively easy one to end it on. All right. Uh, let me find that again. Or it can be sort of not easy. Here we go. This guy uh, managed for a little while. He managed the Indians, White Sox, Mets, Expos, Marlins. <laughs> Are you sure? Absolutely sure. What what years? 77 to 03. 03 the Mar the manager of the Marlins. Uh Renee Latchman had uh, two winning years. Jeff Torborg. Ah. And on that note, with Jeff failing miserably. Yeah, that was a good one. That's tough. But he managed a while. He and did. A bunch of teams. Gosh, I remember when he played. That's how old I am. Let's give you. Let's give you one more. All right, I appreciate it. We're gonna give him one more as soon as I find someone worthy of being that person. Uh, and I haven't found it yet, <laughs> but I will. You sure will. Cause that's what I do. I'm running out of like, uh, ability to come up with names. So you probably could choose just about anybody. All right, here we go. Finally, the last manager managed two teams, the Orioles and the Rangers. Johnny O. There you go. Let's get to uh, Robert. Robert, who's uh, been holding on line four. Robert, welcome. How are you? It's, Ro it's well, Robert, Robert from Texas. That's right. It's <laughs> been a while, Robert. It has. You just uh, happen to not be listening to the radio when you are on these days. So. Well, we you wish we had the pull to when I can draw you in. Well, since you've we don't. been kind of waiting and listening in anticipation of your Texas preview, and uh, your guy did disappoint, and, you know, he, Mr. Waters seems like a very nice guy, and I think he was being a little polite. But, uh, you know, Texas has adopted the slogan of embrace the hate this year. So... That's, well, they've got you know, they've always got a lot of it to embrace for whatever reason. Yes, they yes they do. Uh, I a couple things uh, like he mentioned the running back from Orlando. That kid is actually a number one running back in the country. You know, recruiting the country. Uh, they are looking very highly at him. Uh, Ewers is playing well. They have the best O line, best D line in the Big Twelve. I would say probably the best linebacker. Uh, I would take Texas's secondary and wide receivers over everybody else's. Not to say there aren't good, good teams out there. K-State scares me a little bit. But we get them at home, and we haven't lost to them in, what, six years or something like that? So, so Matt, how I, much money would you put on Texas to win the Big 12, uh, even odds? Even odds? Whatever you're comfortable betting, I guess, but... If I was going to make a bet on any team, it would be Texas, and I would give you odds on it. How about that? Um, yeah, and, I think K-State I mean, is going to be a, a load 
Uh, we'll right, we'll but, see. I think Texas is going to be good, too. And outside and of those two teams, I'm not there. sure who can break through. Yeah. My issue with K-State is I think they lost quite a bit on defense. I don't – you know, I like Will Howard. Um, you know, but they released their starting uh, defensive line. They seem pretty small across the D-line there. That would give me a little bit well, of time. pause if I was K-State. Time will tell. My feeling is that if Texas doesn't win win it this year, they'll never win it, and I think that will be an accurate statement because they're done in the Big Twelve. After well, that's this year. what we look for you. You know, look to you for Bob is you know, just just bits of knowledge and foresight, straight like facts. That. Yeah, Robert, good to hear from you. Yeah, good for here to yawn. I I plan on trying to call in as Texas rolls through their last thing in the Big 12 and, uh, you know, stomps all the basketball well, schools that nobody else wanted. We, That'll be fun. We look forward to that, and if you go missing, we'll know it's because of Texas. I look forward right. to you calling either way, Robert. <laughs> all right. Thank you all. Thanks. There's uh, Robert, who we whom we haven't heard from in a good long time, but now that we're nearing college football season, uh, we hope to hear from him more often. And that uh, Texas football preview brought to you by Pink Floyd. Called Roger Wallace Mr. Waters. It's funny. Go ahead. Just didn't do a thing. <laughs> Just dead air. David Gilmore will be previewing Baylor next week. That's not funny. <laughs> Is this really your attempt? Uh, yeah, I think I got but it. you're laughing. I think I got it. I think I got it. I think I nailed it. Well, it's not even funny. Max Who do you hang out? No, Max. Quit, Max. quit relying on Max. But I know what he thinks is funny, and I know he thinks that's funny. He'll be here. I, I'm never going to ask Max what I almost asked him right there. Ask I'm not going to put him on the spot <laughs> as to who is funnier on this show. Well, I'm not going to ask that's him. That's a runaway. I'm not going to put him in that spot. I'm not going to create tension. That's not what Max signed up for. All right. He's here to be our producer and our engineer and not to soothe the egos of, of either one that's of us. That's part of being a producer. Well, that's not his job is not to you don't think Alvin Deloro, address your massive insecurity. You don't think Alvin Deloro soothes the ego of one Jim Rohn? Well, I don't know what he soothes. But I'm, I'm not going to ask Max because you walk in here daily not believing in yourself. Questioning if well, you got what it takes. After you just said that stunk. Yeah, I hated everything about. Questioning and, and whether you have what it takes to be on a daily show. No, with I know me. I have what it takes. Uh, I don't blame you. It's it's it requires a lot. Not uh, really. It requires a lot. Most I'm, people I'm could tough probably to keep up with. Most people could probably do it. I don't think so. Yeah, I think they could. Well, name somebody else who's done it. If I can do it, a lot of people can do it. I don't believe so. Duda does it. Mm. Due to struggles to keep up with me, Jamin was in a whirlwind. His it was almost like his head's his uh, eyes popped out of his head. No wonder he, he hasn't did this been, show with me. No wonder he hasn't been seen or heard from since. Have you not talked to Jamin talk of to late? Jamin all the time. Why doesn't he come on the show occasionally? I don't know. He's got a job and stuff, and I guess he doesn't get days off. I don't know. That's one thing I do have trouble relating to because. I, I have more freedom now than I've than I've had when I obviously when I was working uh, full time. I still have a job, but it's like I would, I do most of my work 
sitting right here. Understood. So I still have a job, and it's hard for me to relate to people who actually go to a physical place to do a job every day because I haven't done that in a while. Well, you're looking at one. I can't relate to I'm literally doing it right now. Isn't that crazy? What are you doing right now? Going to a place to work. Oh, you're here right now. Right, I went to this place to work. I'm going to another place after this. Well, I go to a place. I come downstairs. Yeah, but you're already home. Which is beautiful. And I appreciate the opportunity to do this from my home. Uh, It's fantastic. I remember the days of driving over to uh, Douglas and Webb Road every day. And while I value those days as well, it's nice to be able to do the show in my basement. You think if the pandemic had never happened, we'd still be driving over I to do. Douglas and Webb? I do think that. It's wild. Uh, the technology exists now to, to allow us to do Look this. It then. No, it makes it sound good. Everything's good. Uh, we appreciate it. Of course. And I do have to get in the studio at some point uh, because I've got to see Max and I've got to see our friend Tom Thurber, who the last I heard was moving to Alabama. Well, he's been saying that for decades. But he's actually got a plan for October. Well, we'll miss him. You won't miss him. Love Tommy. Uh, You don't love him like I do. Uh, Why is everything a competition? (laughs) But just is. Okay. Well, then I don't love him like you do. You know the first call I made when we started this show? It was to Tom Thurber. It wasn't to you. Well, you already knew I was. No, I I figured I could figure out. The co-host was secondary. I got to make sure I got somebody working the the buttons. I already knew uh, I was in. Making sure all that works. Then I'll go out and find a co-host. I could go. I could go walk along Douglas and get a co-host. Uh, okay. But the the important thing to figure out for this. I just show. said it was easy, and you argued. What was easy? Uh, doing a radio show. I'm not saying it's easy, but I don't think it's hard. Well, I think it's hard. I think a lot of people could do it. It's a, uh, Not this job, not the job I do. Oh, I could. And again, if I could, anybody could. Let me explain something to you. One of the things you strive for whenever you try to do something like this is to be relevant and to be interesting and to draw in people, right? I just want to be entertaining. When's that going to start? Interesting, relevant, eh. When, when do you plan to start that? Seven years ago. You know what? The listening audience, that's exactly their reaction. Well, then why when, are we when doing When they heard show? you say they, you want to be entertaining. Maybe we should just stop the show then. I just heard everybody in the world out there say, when's he going to start? Yeah, maybe. Now, me? Entertainment, very, uh, no, just couldn't even come up with the word. I was going to say boring. I'm very boring. That seemed harsh. You Nobody's ever called me boring and live. No one's ever called me boring. I didn't call you boring. I'm just saying. I think that's something we have in common. Uh, We give it our best shot here every day. Every day, except when we're uh, preempted by the Royals, which that doesn't happen this week. So coming up tomorrow, as I said, Don Williams breaking down Texas Tech. Brandon Clark talking about derby football. We'll see if Mike Furches can join us. Thursday, we've got our first picks. 
Friday, Joanna Chadwick. Wow. Invite Magazine. We'll be on as we talk about high school football. We'll also preview KU and K-State. Lots more coming up this week. We hope you'll be listening. Everyone have a good night. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.